Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in the preaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Now, this morning I'm preaching on greatness. Your new destiny. Greatness. Your new destiny. Why, why, why new? New because, new because, you know, based on where you came from, what has happened to your life, how you were brought up, the circumstances of your life, your education, your belief, your mentality, your orientation, alright, your destiny could be different. Your destiny could be that of, of tragedy, of illness, of disease, of poverty, of lack, you know, uh, all kinds of things, challenges, difficulties. But today, by the Lord bringing us to this place, and to the declaration of the prophet of God, the bishop, I want you to understand that you have entered a new destiny. And that new destiny is a destiny of greatness. Do you believe that? The prophecy that works for you, the prophecy that works for you is the prophecy that you believe. One of the words that I want you to say aloud this year all the time is the word Amen. Whenever you hear something good is said to you about you, say Amen. You are affirming it. You are receiving it. Hallelujah. And I said, this year, you have entered a new destiny. I declare to you a new destiny. I prophesy a new destiny. We make a shift in the realm of the spirit in your life. That's a shift. I said, that's a shift. Say, that's a shift. Say, that's a shift. Say, that's a shift. I want you to say, that's a shift. That's a shift in my destiny. And my destiny is the destiny of greatness. Amen. Hallelujah. Joseph was wallowing in prison for 14 good years. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. For 14 good years. When you follow the life of Joseph, you see a life of, you know, challenges. Do you understand it? The first time 
we encounter him, we encounter somebody that God had destined to be great. He had dreams where he saw his brothers and his parents bowing down, you know, to him. But, you know, the devil is a thief. And the devil, Jesus said in John 10, 10, he said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I said, but I am come that he might have life, and that he might have it more abundantly. Anything that Satan has stolen in your life, in this new destiny, you will find it in the name of Jesus. You will claim it back in the name of Jesus. It will be restored to you in the name of Jesus. Your health will be restored. Your marriage will be restored. Your finances will be restored. Your position will be restored. Your anointing will be restored. Your giftings will be restored. Your callings will be restored. Your future will be restored. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, today, I am prophesying to your life that, that we go home. That we go. So, so make sure that so make sure that you accept and believe everything that God says. Hallelujah. Do you understand it? It takes just one breath sometimes to bring you back to life. When when a human being, let's say, collapses or ceases to breathe, all right, the doctors do what is called CPR, cardiopulmonary resuscitation, all right, and you must do that within three minutes. Please sit down. Within three minutes, so that the blood will continue to pump again to the brain, otherwise the brain will become become a vegetable. And what we do is that we, we, we place the patient on a flat surface, stretch, you know, the neck, and then breathe into the nostril, and then pump the chest in a ratio of four pumps to the chest to one. Because every time, every time you breathe one, your heart pumps four times. That's the ratio. So you breathe. So you breathe into the person once and then you pump the chest. Now, it is one of those breaths and one of those pumps that brings the person back. So your destiny may be down and out. But today by the word of God, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, by the declaration of the word of resurrection, a new destiny of prosperity, of blessing, of increase, of loving God, of spiritual revival, of the revival of your marriage, restoration of your children, your finances, your business, and the purpose for which you came to Australia is restored to you in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Oh yes. Now, the next time we meet Joseph, he was in a horrible pit. His brothers had thrown him into a pit where there was no water. He was alone, lonely, 
suffering. And some of you, even coming to Australia or being in this country, the experience has been like that of being in a horrible pit. But God will lift you up. For thou, O God, are a shield. And you are the lifter up of my head. The psalmist said, For I cried unto the Lord, and he heard my prayer. And he lifted me out of the mary clay and put my feet upon a rock. And he put a new song in my mouth. God is lifting you up. I say, God is lifting you up. God is lifting you up. And this time your feet is going to be on a solid rock. Hallelujah. And God is going to put a new song in your mouth. Receive a new song. Receive a new song. Receive a new song. A new song of praise. Your songs of sadness have come to an end. Because there's a new destiny of greatness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The father that God has given to us in the ministry. As we are entering this year. The promise that God placed in his spirit for us as children. Is that this year we shall be great. We shall be great. And when your father says you will be great. You will be great. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then he was found in Potiphar's house. (laughs) Joseph. Mm. He was trying to be a good boy. (laughs) And for trying to be a good boy. He landed into trouble. And he found himself in prison. Hallelujah. But you know what? Immediately he hit the prison. The Bible said about God was with him. When he hit Potiphar's house, the Bible said about God was with him. This year, wherever you are, wherever you are finding yourself, the Lord your God is with you. I say he's with you. I say he's with you. The Lord your God, he is with you. Hallelujah. Some of you, based on the things that you have been going through, you have come to the point where you don't even think that God is with you. Amen. Amen. Do you understand it? Some of the troubles that you have been through, some of the challenges, eh? it has made you to wonder, is God really with me? Hallelujah. But God is with you. (laughs) In Hebrews chapter chapter 13 from verse 5, the Bible says that, let your conversation always be without covetousness. And be ye content with such things as thou hast. For he has said, I will never leave thee, 
nor forsake you. That we may be able to say, The Lord is my helper, and I shall not be afraid what man shall do unto me. So God said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he was in the prison. One of the worst places to be is to be in prison. Yeah. I'm sure there are people here with such an experience. Sometimes nobody visits you. Sometimes people that you know neglect you. Because you made a mistake. But we all make mistakes, you know. We all make mistakes. And even those of us who have not been to prison before, we are all evil. We are only sitting down here at this point because of the grace of God. Some of the things that we have said in our mind, some of the things that we have done, do you understand it? We are all criminals. But the grace of God has found us. May every mistake that you have made be forgiven in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So, he was there. But one day, the king invited him. Because the king had a dream that he did not understand. And somebody who was in the prison said, there's a certain man there. That man, he can explain dreams. This year, God is going to let some people remember you. Some people who owe you money who are forgotten, they will remember you. Some people who have kept some benefits from you, they will remember you. Some people that you have laughed but they have paid you back of evil, they will remember you. Some people who should have promoted you but they didn't promote you. By the Spirit of God, by the promptings of God, they will remember you. And there will be a restoration. I see a restoration in your life. A restoration in your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Are you receiving the blessings? The prophetic declarations. Amen. And so they called Joseph. Remember. He came out of a horrible pit. He came out of persecution in Potiphar's house. He came out of prison. He was nothing. But immediately that call came. He entered a new destiny of greatness. Now, when he stood before Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, there's only, from today, there's going to be only one person greater than you. That is me. Everybody else are going to be greater than that person. You see, that was a new destiny of greatness. What the Lord is telling you is that when the Lord says you are entering a new destiny of greatness, don't focus on your past. Don't focus on your past failures, your past challenges. For He said, Behold, I am the Lord. Look at Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43. 
and verse 19. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Lyra Chapel International Australia. Get ready for a new thing. New levels of growth. New levels of growth. New levels of anointings. Of power. Of riches. Of branches. In the name of Jesus. This year marks the beginning of God taking this church to new levels. We are entering a new level. We are changing levels. We are changing levels. Amen. And as the church changes levels, you are going to change levels. Hallelujah. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? God said that the new thing, the new great thing that is going to do in your life, it will spring forth. Then as he says, see, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. And that new thing is something great. I said something great. Receive something great. Receive something great. Receive something great. Something great. You know, this year, I want you to do something. Every morning, when you wake up, say to yourself, something great has happened to me. (laughs) Amen. For life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And he that loves the fruit thereof. Eh? Use your mouth this year to create greatness for yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Do you believe it? Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, say something great has happened to me. Something great has happened to me. Something great has happened to me. In your school, something great. Your grades will be great. Any subject, any course that you have been struggling with, you shall overcome it in the name of Jesus. Anything that you have not been able to jump over, you shall jump over. Hallelujah. For by the Lord you will run to the troop and you jump over the wall. I see you jumping over every wall. This year in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Your prayer life is great. Your love for the word of God is great. Your love for the things of God is great. Your love for evangelism is great. Your love for working for the Lord is great. Everything about you is great. I I don't know whether you can see it. But but I can see that everything about you is great. I can see it. Everything about you is great. Amen. Amen. You said, Bishop, but I can't see it. No, the just shall lay by his feet. 
For we walk not by sight. We walk by faith. Hallelujah. So believe it. I said believe it. Amen. Your commitment to the things of God is great. Some of you, you don't love the Lord. But this year, the Holy Spirit is going to help you. Your heart will be filled with a great love for the Lord. Receive a great love for the Lord. Receive a great love for the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness. And streams in the wasteland. That is your destiny. Hallelujah. Now, what does it mean to be great? What does it mean to be great? To be great means to be unusually or comparatively large in size or dimensions. Whatever you do, whatever you are doing this year, you are entering into a period where you are unusually or comparatively large in size and dimension. Receive that in the name of Jesus. I say receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. This church, by the end of 2017, this room will be a problem. The Lord is filling this place. We are meeting here not one service, not two services, but three services. In the name of Jesus. First service, second service, third service. More people, more cars, more children. In the name of Jesus. Because we have become large in size and dimensions. To be great also means large in number or numerous. So you are going to become large in number. You are going to become numerous. Hey, I say you are going to become numerous. Eh? Yeah, numerous. Many. Some of you, you can count all the things that you have. You can count all the Australian dollars that you have. Always you know. In your bank account, you always know. Most of the time, it's minus anyway. But this year, by the supernatural power of God, I said by the supernatural power of God, I said by the supernatural power of God, your money is become numerous. Hallelujah. If you are a lady, you are believing God for a child. You have to be very careful. You have to speak to the Lord. Because maybe you have one already. And you want to have just one more. But this year we don't deal with one. We do numerous. So, so, so you have to pray and tell the Lord, please, only one. Otherwise, before you realize, two are in the womb. Three are in the womb. Four are in the womb. Because this year you are becoming numerous. Yeah. 
Last Sunday I was preaching at my church. And some of the ladies who have children, they will say, no, no. That one, no. No, no. God is going to bless you until you tell the Lord, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Receive the blessings of the Lord. Receive the blessings of the Lord. Amen. We have to have many weddings in the church this year. I said we have to have many weddings in the church this year. In the name of Jesus. I hear many proposals. And I hear many acceptances. Suffering. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, to be great also means wonderful. (laughs) Wow. You know, one of the people that the Lord said was going to become great in Luke 1, 26-32 is Jesus Christ. Alright? It was said to Mary, the child will be great. He will be great. And one of the descriptions of Jesus is wonderful. 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 Listen, starting from this year, your life is going to be wonderful. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Now, you are going to add a new short name to your name. How many of you want that name? How many of you want it? There's a new short name to your name. Whatever your name is. And that, 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 that name is Wow. Wow. People will look at your life and they say, Wow. Based on what people know about you, they will look at your finances. They will look at your calling. They will look at your anointing. They will look at your house. They will look at your car. They will look at your marriage. They will look at your children. And they only say, Wow. They only say, Wow. No, 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 no. Based on what people know about you. Based on what people have known about you for the past 10 years, for the past 5 years, for the past 3 years, based on what they know, your debts, your issues of marriage, eh? all your singleness. And when they look at you this year, they will describe it only one way. They will say, Wow! Life has shuffled to the show Australia. When people look at us this year, they will say, wow, what a wild church, what a wild church, what a wild pastor. When they look at Reverend Christ, they will say, wow, wow, because of the new anointing. Amen? Amen? 
people look at you and say, wow. wow. Hey. Wow. 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 Do you know the person who is going to make you wow? He said, behold, I do a new thing. Greatness comes from God. I said, greatness comes from God. It's God that is going to make us great. I said, it's God that is going to make us great. Hallelujah. I want you to believe it. From today, refuse smallness. When you go to your workplace this year, listen, please sit down. And they give you your salary. And it is small. Say to yourself, I refuse this one. This year, my salary must be numerous. Let, let me show you something you must do this year. As you, as you go through the, the days and the weeks and the months. If you are not seeing greatness, you have to tell the Lord. You said this year. No, that's what you said. Oh. You said this year is greatness. It was last year that my salary was 500 Australian dollars. This year it cannot be. The minimum I'm looking at is 5,000. It cannot be. It cannot be. I said it cannot be. You, you must be like Jacob. He laid, he, laid, he laid hold on God. And said bless me. Or else I don't let you go. He said you have to tell the Lord. Make me great. Otherwise I'm not leaving you. If you are a lady. You are believing God for children. You have never given birth before. You have to stand before the mirror. And lay your hand on your womb. And say Lord. This year, this stomach cannot be flat. It cannot be flat. It has to become mega. Mega. Receive the blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If your stomach is already big, you can't receive this blessing. Greatness means wonderful. How many of you understand when God says you are entering into your destiny of greatness, what God is talking about? Yeah. That's what God wants to do. Wonderful. Amen. Hmm? Hallelujah. Do you believe it? It also means it also means oversize. Greatness means oversize. Everything about you this year, it will not fit places. No, 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 no. No. This church will become oversized. This year, eh, an explosion is coming to the church. Church growth is coming. Increase. God is going to bring the people from the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. We are going to have more singers, more musicians, more choristers, more ashes, eh? more dancers, more battle shepherds. 
more pastors, more financiers, more children, more married couples, more cars, more of everything. Oversize. Oversize. Amen. This space is going to become too small. Yeah. Five of you are going to rise up. You are going to come to Reverend Chris to say, Reverend Chris, the place is too small. So five of us have decided to rent a much bigger space. And don't worry about the rent. We have paid for five years. You are one of those people. You are one of those people. I said you are one of those people. I said you are one of those people. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Oversize. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, come with me to Psalm 71. I'm ending my message. Now, today I just said, just to speak into your life. And then, I mean, if you go of all the things that you have heard, hmm? Yeah. Starting from tomorrow, you, your house even has changed. Amen. Psalm 71 and verse 21. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Thou shalt increase my greatness. I see that. Thou shalt Increase my greatness. Listen. Thou shalt increase. It means that. It means that. Listen. It means that greatness there are levels. Now watch. Watch. Sometimes. Sometimes. If your salary is 1,000 Australian dollars. You are great. Based on the salaries of other people. <laughs> but everybody's own is 200, 150, 300. Do you understand it? And yours is 1,000. So you are great. But that is a level of greatness. And it can increase. So this year, wherever your level is, in any aspect of your life, God says, I will increase it. And I want all of you to use this scripture to pray this year. And tell the Lord, increase my greatness. Because only God can make you great. Who can make you great? Who can make you great? Your husband? Your husband? Your wife? No. Your children? No. Your education? No. no. Only God. Amen. Only God. Only God. Only God can make you great. Increase down my greatness. Amen. Amen. We have to pray as a church and say, Lord, there are so many people who are on their way to hell. 
Increase the greatness of this church. Increase the number of people in this church. Increase it. Because growth comes from God. He said in Psalm 2 and verse 8, he said, Ask of me, and I will give you the hidden for thy inheritance, and the utmost part of the earth for thy possession. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3, he said, I have planted, Apollos have watered, but God gave the increase. Increase comes from God. Listen, look at me, everybody. You see, I want you to understand this. There are two, there are, there are, there are two things about the three things about the, the greatness that I want you to know. The one, the first one is that this greatness, it comes from God. Some of you, you have tried in your own life to be great. It has landed you into a lot of trouble. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Don't argue, it's true. Don't argue, it is true. Don't argue with the Spirit of God, it is true. It is true. You've tried. You've tried. You've tried. You've tried. In the Bible, there are two people who tried to be great. One of them, they tried to be great by themselves. Another person allowed God to make him great. In Genesis 11, the people of Babel, eh, they said, let us build a tower longer than the Sydney Towers. Are you getting that? To make ourselves a great name. And God brought them down. And then there was a man living in a village called Abraham. And God said, get out. Follow me. And I will make your name great. Greatness comes from God. Yeah. Greatness comes from God. Don't try to make yourself great. Amen? Greatness comes from God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So watch some of the things that you are doing in your life. Just watch it. Drop it. This year, drop it. Just drop all of those things. And rather, pray to God and say, increase my greatness. Increase my greatness. Many years ago, the bishop went to um, an European country. And they had followed his ministry and they were so impressed at his age, what the Lord had used him to do. So they were interviewing him. And then they said, they asked him, they said, what is your vision? What is your vision? Because God has really used you. What is your vision? And they were surprised at his answer. He said, I have no vision. They said, how is it that you don't have any vision? Look at all the things that God has used you to do. He said, I have no vision. He said, I just follow God. To do the will of God. Because it is God that can make you great. You need a husband, don't break somebody's marriage. Don't break somebody's marriage. Don't displace somebody from their marriage. 
to have somebody's husband as your husband or somebody's wife as your wife. It doesn't work that way. Go down on your knees. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, increase my prayer. Amen. The psalmist said in Psalm 75 from verse 5, he says, speak not with a stiff neck and lift not up your horn. For promotion cometh not from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He lifts up one and he puts down another. That's the first I want you to know about greatness. Number two, the second thing that you must know about the greatness is that eh, Desire to be great in the sight of God. Come with me. Luke chapter 1 and verse 15. This was God prophesying about John the Baptist. Luke 1 15. For he shall be great in the sight of God. In the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. Listen. Desire, aspire, okay, to be great in the sight of God. In other words, let God calls you, call you great. Okay? Don't desire men calling you great. Yeah. Some of you, in your attempt to let men see you as great, you have made so many mistakes. You have bought a car that you shouldn't have bought. You have bought a house that you shouldn't have bought. You can't pay for it. It was just to win the approval of men. But in John 5.44, look at it. John 5.44 Jesus says something. Jesus says something. The King James says, How can he believe which receive honor, honor, one of another, and seek not the honor that comes from God alone? Now that word honor, okay, means the approval and endorsement. So Jesus is saying, don't seek the approval and the endorsement of men. But rather, seek the approval and the endorsement that comes from God. Because true honor comes from God. True honor. It is God that can make you an honorable person, a great person. Yeah. Don't live your life, don't live your life to please men. Hello? Hello? Don't live your life to please men. You know, Jesus, doing his earthly, um, Life. Based on some of the things that he said. Eh? You could see that the man did not come to please man. But to do the will of the father. Amen? Amen. Yeah? He said, you want to follow me? Hate yourself. How can this... And I see that was not enough. He said, hate your mother also. Hate your sister. Hate your brother. And come and follow me. The same God that encourages us to love our parents. 
Jesus said, did you think that I came to bring peace on earth? No, I came, I came to bring division between son and a father, daughter and a mother. He sounded controversial. But you see, the things of God, the things of God are simple. And because they are simple, the truths of God are simple. And because they are simple, alright, sometimes they sound controversial. Some of you, every decision that you want to take, you ask yourself, how will men see it? How will my friends see it? That is why you are shopping at the wrong place. Yesterday I went to walk through the city. And I went to buy myself some shades. Yeah. So I just found, you know, I just found a street corner shop. I know where to find those. I went there. I think 10 or 15 dollars or so. I just got it. And then we entered another place. And we were saying the same thing. And I said, look, you see, you see, this same thing that I'm holding, if you go and ask it here, they will tell it's 200 dollars. Just because of this place. Just because of this place. They have, they have added their tax, their rent, all their sufferings. They have, they have added it. And you want to impress men. So that is why you go to shop. He said, listen, may I put on, I put on designer shirt. Who cares about your shirt? Who cares about your shirt? Who cares about your shirt? Hello? Uh, the Bible said, let the redeem of the Lord say what? Uh, say so. Amen. Listen. Buy your shirt. Five dollars. And say to your shirt, what a nice shirt. What a nice shirt. What a nice shirt. What a nice shirt. Eh? Ladies, you want to go and buy Korea hair? So listen, so listen, seek greatness in the sight of the Lord. Let, Let the Lord say, You are great, you are wonderful, I love you. Even before Jesus could do one miracle or preach one sermon, okay, just for agreeing to come to the face of the earth, the heavens were open, and the voice of the Lord spoke and said, This is my beloved son. He had not preached one sermon, he had not done one miracle. It is not about what you are trying to do, but God is looking at your heart. Your trying doesn't make a difference. In Romans chapter 9, from verse 16, the Bible says, For the children not yet being born, and having not done any evil or good, but that the promises of God concerning elections must stand. It was said to her, Rebecca, that the elder shall save the younger. For Jacob have I loved, and Esau have I hated. What? Is there any unrighteousness with God? 
No. For had not the potter power over the same lamp to make one vessel of honor and the other to dishonor. So then, it is not of him that will it. Neither of him that run it. But it is of God that showeth mercy. Your trying does not change anything. But if God shows you mercy, if God gives you his grace, if God shows you his favor, eh, you'll be blessed. Desire rather to become a darling boy or a darling girl of God this year. Amen. Amen. Some of you, when you come to church and we are taking offerings, God has blessed you. You can give some better offerings, but you look at everybody and everybody is giving $20. So let me give $20. No. No. It's not about what everybody is doing, but what God expects you to do. Three things about this greatness. Number one, this greatness, it comes from God. Number two, this greatness, it must be greatness in the sight of God. Number three, your greatness would come as you seek the kingdom of God first. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added including greatness. Hello, how many of you want to be great? How many of you want to be great? I want to see your hand. You want to be great? You want to be great? Say, Lord, I want to be great. Make me great. Increase my greatness. Listen. What you must do to see this greatness is to seek the kingdom of God first. Now, this year, listen. This year, this year, begin to seek God. Now begin to be, be interested in the things of God. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Every day. Pray every day. Be part of the workers in this church. Sing in the choir. Be an usher. Be a pastor shepherd. Be a preacher. Do something in the kingdom. Do something in the kingdom. Amen. One of the pillars of our denomination. One of the wisdom keys that God has given to the bishop to be a great blessing to our denomination is the key of prosperity through Matthew 6.33. Seeking the kingdom. Seeking the kingdom. Seeking the kingdom. Now, look at me. I'm closing. Look at me. Many of you you are not interested in the things of God. You are interested in what God can give to you. That is why much is not happening in your life. Let there be a complete turnaround this year. Put God first. Put God before your marriage. Put God before your studies. Put God before your, 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 your work. Put God before your, your, your business. No, no, I mean it. Put God first. Put God first. He said, seek first. That word first is the word proton. Which means first in order, first in value, first in rank. Put God first. 
It is some of you. Now, honestly, look into your life. Oh. Okay, God says, from this year, you are entering into a new destiny. And that destiny is greatness. And God is opening your eyes to the things that you must do. Some of you, you are, you are so much engulfed in yourself. I get what I'm saying. But that is your mistake. That's your mistake. For Abraham to be great, he had to forsake his own agenda and follow the agenda of God first. Yeah. He had to do that. He had to do that. Look, in God, to gain, you must lose. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, He said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Verse 25. For whosoever keepeth his life shall lose it. But whosoever loseth his life for my sake shall find it. In Mark 8, 35, He said, Whosoever will lose his life for my sake and that of the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. Decide that you are not going to stand in one place again. Enough is enough. Become one of the great people in this country. And God is saying, begin to seek me first. Many of you don't do anything in this church. You have to come to Reverend Chris and say, this year, give me something to do. And place that thing above your work, your business, your travel, your everything. God is showing you how you are going to walk into this greatness. How you are going to become great, wide, vast, colossal, numerous, oversized. All the wonderful things that we said. This is how your life is going to become wow. 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 Seeking the kingdom face. The only thing that Jesus is doing now is that he's building his church. And anybody who join himself to this project becomes a special person. How many of you want to become a special person? Become a special person. Amen. One of the most special persons that we have on earth today is our own father, Bishop Dad. Yeah. We just have an inauguration of our new president who was invited. When he visits countries, presidents welcome him to their presidential palaces. The only thing that this man has been doing is seeking the kingdom of God. He came from a very rich family. They wanted him to become a great doctor. I said, no, he abandoned all of that to embrace the cross. He lost all of that to seek the kingdom of God first. And now God has made him great. 2017, if you don't become great, don't blame God. Don't blame God. Don't blame God. That's your old car. By April, by April this year, there must be a new one. Your account that always $20, $50, by April this year, there must be 5000 plus. How is it going to happen? Seek the kingdom of God. Greatness is your new destiny. How many of you are going to embrace it? Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands.
We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegono, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.